Jesse Lawrence has been a good friend of ours for years and uh, is here to join us in chat. Uh, you'll find him uh, as the head of a Ticket IQ, and uh, it's good to have you back. Uh, welcome. Uh, if you go Thank by you. the way to TicketIQ.com, you can get everything you need for sh- uh, shows and games and uh, all sorts of stuff. Okay, so this looks like it's going to end up being maybe the most expensive ticket. Am I correct? Because I, I looked this morning on your site, it's still like over 8000 for the fourth level for this game. What's going on? Yeah, that's right. It, it's going to be the most expensive Super Bowl that we've tracked. Um, that said, it is down a little bit since the conference championship. Um, average prices are down about 14%, but have started to tick back up this week. And, and as you mentioned in, in the intro, that's sort of the new model is that prices don't fall in the last week. They tend to rise. So I think we've seen probably the bottom or close to the bottom. And from here on out, prices are likely to kind of inch up on a daily basis. How much if I said, hey, I'm a baller, doesn't matter, how much am I paying for a lower-level seat between the 30s? Your lower-level seat between the 30s is going to put you in a club section, everything between, I think, it's the 35s or clubs, and those are about twenty grand a pop. So um, th- those lower-level seats have actually come down a little bit. It's been an interesting dynamic. Kind of the more expensive seats have come down a little bit, but the cheaper seats have held and even started to go up. So I think what we're seeing is, you know, a little bit of softness at the upper end of the market, whereas the cheap tickets, so to speak, are holding value and, and even going up a little bit. Couple things here. One, the industry's changed. When you and I first started talking years ago, um, this was relatively new, a secondary market and how high level, high tech things have come. So first how has the industry changed, Jesse, where the availability of tickets has changed for the fan? Yeah, so for the Super I mean, it's changed overall, but the Super Bowl in particular used to be that players and coaches got allocations of tickets. They could go sell those to anyone they wanted and sell them at whatever price they wanted. So you had a very sort of fragmented market. Now everything is managed through the NFL and their their they own a company or investors in a company called On Location, which basically manages all the supply in a centralized way. So prices are set centrally, quantity available set. So what that does is that creates a much more stable market. You don't see markets that are swinging kind of up and down uh, uh, with the level of volatility that they had in years past. You might see our average in the last five years, we see you know prices drop about 20% to their low, but then they sort of climb back up and end up about 10 to 15% below where they started uh, at, at Championship Sunday. So it's a more centralized, you know, price-managed market, and that means it's more expensive. There's just no deals to be had because there's really one seller in the market that's setting prices across the board. By the way, and uh, people may wonder, the NFL sends out 75% of tickets to teams. The Niners and the Chiefs get 16%. The host team, in this case the Raiders, get 4 the rest equally distributed to the other 29 teams. The NFL keeps 25% of it. Okay, now, what's the Vegas factor in all this? Yeah, the Vegas factor is is a premium. Um, we actually looked, uh, we, we used Ticket IQ data to look at the premium for Raiders tickets compared to the NFL average, and the Raiders are about 137% above the NFL average uh, for you know the whole season, so their average price is about a thousand bucks. The average price for the NFL is about four hundred and change. The Super Bowl in Vegas started at a premium of about a hundred and eleven percent 
to pass the past five Super Bowls. It's now down to about 75% above the Super Bowl average. So it's definitely still a premium. It's a little lower than where the Raiders are, but we're also talking about much bigger numbers here. Raiders tickets, you know, $1,000 average. Here we're talking about a $9,000 average. So, but there's still a meaningful premium. And, you know, one interesting thing we're, we're, we're noticing is that while ticket prices are holding, the, the other factor that is, 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 you know, fans are able to get some good deals on our hotel um, tickets or hotel rooms because there's just so much supply relative to a normal market. So you, there's a lot more rooms available. And, you know, maybe that, that ends up giving the, the average consumer a little bit more to spend on tickets because hotels are going to be a little bit cheaper this time around. Ticket IQ founder, CEO Jesse Lawrence is uh, with us. Okay, we talked about the market. We talked about the uh, uh, town and venue. Give me the factor of the Niners with a fan base that stretches beyond their border in California um, yeah. and yet proximity to Northern California and the national growth of the fan base of the Chiefs. What kind of factor is that also in all this? Well, the Chiefs, we're seeing fatigue. This is their, I want to say, fourth Super Bowl yeah. in the last five or something to that effect. So Chiefs fans have had a lot of opportunities to get to games. So Chiefs fans are waiting on the sidelines to see where prices go. Compared to the past games they've been to, they're looking at this game and saying, wow, these are expensive tickets. Maybe maybe I'm not going to pony up. So I think that's where Chiefs fans are. Niners, um, you know, certainly a little bit closer, but a lot more expensive than the last time they went. Um, so, you know, we're seeing about equal distribution between Niners Chiefs just from from you know, site visits to Ticket IQ, but we're also seeing a, a much higher percentage of people that are not in those two cities shopping, and that 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 is not a surprise. We expected this to be more of a casual NFL fan uh, Super Bowl as opposed to kind of a team focused fan. So I think we'll see more of those casual fans just showing up in Vegas for the Super Bowl weekend, and if they get a ticket, they get a ticket. But if not, I mean there are. You know, usually there's 10 to 12 sort of parties happening. We we just lost count of how many parties there are in Vegas this weekend because there's just so many venues and you know it's a it's a party city. So there's more parties uh, to be had than any other Super Bowl we've ever tracked. But I did see on your site, and I you know I'm old enough to remember reading Maxim, but the party still exists. I can get in for 800 bucks if I want, Jesse, to the Maxim party on Saturday. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Mac, you know, Maxim's still there. I mean, you know, Sports Illustrated still has a party even after, you know, the magazine is <laughs> is on the shelf. So, you know, some of these these party brands are persistent and have been around for a long time. Continue to, you know, be a staple. Um, those those prices are you know normal and very high. I think what what we're seeing is there's just a lot more sort of you know nightclubs and other venues that are having Super Bowl-themed events. Right? And so there's just, you know, a lot more opportunity to go get the Super Bowl environment, even if you're not in the game, than in a normal city. The NFL, you've studied this enough now. What, what is there a big difference of the NFL ticket buyer to the college football ticket buyer? <sighs> yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, college football, with the exception of a few very big programs and, you know, the big games for those programs – Prices are, you know, generally affordable. Um, the average NFL ticket this year was 400 bucks, so it's inexpensive. The NFL is the most expensive of the big, you know, the big five leagues. Now, if you look at like a Michigan or, you know, an Alabama or some of these premier programs, in any given year, prices might be in that 400 dollars range on average. But 
it's only if they're playing Ohio State at home, right? If it's Michigan and in the NFL, you just you see that every year, year in year out. It's just an expensive league, and you know the the, the popularity of the NFL just continues to climb from a demand perspective, and ticket prices are reflecting that. I mean, they're up in the you know since we've been talking, ticket prices you know let's say the last ten years have gone up about fifty percent in the NFL overall. So it's a you know, it's it's a market that's continuing to go up, and Super Bowl tickets are no exception. All right, I I I can't let you go without asking you about T Swift. Um, I'm looking on your <laughs> site. Uh, this is October of 24, so we are months from now. Uh, yeah. She will be in uh, Miami, and I can I can get in for 1,800. I can spend 10,000 and so forth. Um, you again covered a lot of this over the years. Tell me what you see in 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 her market. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, those prices are, are pretty firm. And, and the big issue with Taylor Swift tickets is there's just no demand. I mean, Ticketmaster, for all the, the grief they get, actually did a really good job of keeping Taylor Swift tickets out of the hands of brokers. So anything that's on the market is people, like, legitimately looking to sell. And, and there's just not a lot of supply. So it's a basic supply-demand equation. I, my only piece of advice for, for fans looking to go see Taylor Swift is, international market is significantly cheaper and in some markets you can get a flight hotel and a ticket for the same price you can in a you know for a ticket in the u.s so don't don't uh discount an overseas trip to see t-swift and listen worst case scenario you can just hang around the super bowl and hope maybe she has a little impromptu uh halftime appearance i am noting uh at least the schedule that's up here. She's working a lot of consecutive Sundays next year, so maybe we won't be seeing her as many <laughs> Chiefs games uh, next yeah. year. Just to point that out, when she's uh, in Miami, that's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then New Orleans, Friday, Saturday. So, you know, maybe cash yeah. in now. So, um, anyway, uh, TicketIQ.com. Please go. Uh, one, it's a great source of information, too, for your ticket needs. And uh, he's the founder, CEO, Jesse Lawrence. Good catching up, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Be good. Uh, we come back. Part of the Super Bowl pregame coverage is a great documentary on CBS at 1 o'clock uh, called You Are Looking Live. I've said this a few times today. It, you know, if you're in my age bracket, you remember, and maybe you were the same like me. If it was Sunday at 1230, my dad had on CBS because Brent Musburger was coming on to kick off the pioneer of all pregame shows. The book's author... Uh, is coming up next to talk about the documentary that he suggested CBS do that will air Sunday, and it marks the first time Brent Musburger returns to CBS since they fired him 34 years ago. Next.